So, what should we do tonight? Anything's better than last night. All right. All right, then we should do something. Something sounds good. I have an idea. Why don't we rent a video tonight? Yeah, can we please? On a weeknight? Yeah, come on, Mom. It's okay. Sure. Come on. Let's throw caution to the wind. Hello, and welcome to the Movie Seller Rewind, where I have a hard-on for films, a microphone, and a disgruntled attitude. For those of you who don't know the sound of my voice, my name is Trev Allen. Uh, I'm the host of the Struggling Artist Podcast, but also a loyal listener and friend to the Movie Seller. Um, and from time to time, you'll hear me on their podcast as well to come in and talk about films that they're watching. The Rewind is a new addition to the Movie Seller Podcast. It's like a mini cast where I listen to the boys and add a bit more commentary, dive in a little bit deeper to some of the things maybe they had missed, uh, riff off of what I hear them say, and sometimes poke a little fun at them because, let's face it, that's the best part. Um, the fellas of the Movie Seller, they dive into these films and, and they, they get it right a lot of the time. They hit the nail right on the head. Um, but every once in a while, they end up with a little bit of egg on their face. And I'm going to be that bastard sitting there with a carton of extra large brown eggs ready to fire them off at them. The Movie Seller Rewind originated from um, me live tweeting while I listened to their episodes. I did that for a while. I was trying to help them on Twitter a little bit. Uh, they weren't very present in the beginning on Twitter. And I pushed Dan for it. I'm like, you got to get on there. You got to, you know, you got to push your stuff on Twitter. You're going to gain some traction there. And um, so what I would do is I would just live tweet um, while listening, giving him praise, talking about, you know, how, like talking about the podcast um, on Twitter and, uh, you know, poking fun at him for, you know, not knowing who somebody is or getting a name wrong or, uh, or those terrible impressions that uh, that Dan does. Ooh. Anyway, um, so that's where it kind of started. Uh, and then I, I stopped doing that after a while. And then we got to talking and, and this kind of, this idea came about. And they reluctantly decided to give me a microphone uh, and let me do this. So I want to thank them for that. I appreciate it. Now, before we get started with uh, this week's episode... I just want to take a time time out real quick and talk about um, their fundraising campaign that the movie seller is doing. It's VHS 4T1D. That's VHS, the number four, T, the number one, D. Uh, and what they're doing is they're raising money to help find a cure for type 1 diabetes. Um, Dan's daughter, Lily, has type 1 diabetes, if you don't know. Uh, and I've met this young lady, and it, she's absolutely amazing. I don't even know another word to describe her. Um, she's just a kid living her life, and she's not letting this stop her. And that's that's inspirational, if you ask me. Um, but she also has a very mature look, you know, outlook on uh, diabetes, which is also amazing. Um, I'm 38 years old, and I don't think I look at I would look at if I had diabetes the way she does. Um, this summer she had a, a lemonade stand 
And uh, I had one when I was her age too. And I made like five bucks and I spent it all on baseball cards. She took all the money she made and she donated it to help find a cure for T1D through the juvenile diabetes research foundation. Um, so that, that, you know, that's the caliber of person she is at such a young age. Um, I cannot wait to see, you know, what she does as she gets older. Uh, cause I think she's going to do great things and I'm proud to say, you know, we're the same bloodline, <laughs> but anyway, um, so the guys at the movie seller, they have a, a, uh, a fundraising campaign for this. And, uh, I'm going to talk about the different tiers of what you donate and what you get out of it. And, um, if I hesitate a little bit, it's because I'm actually reading from a script this time, which I'm terrible at. Uh, I'm much better just riffing off the top of my head, but here we go at the $10 level. Uh, they will shout your name out on an episode. If you have a podcast or a business, uh, you want to run a promo, they'll do that as well. Then there's the $20 tier. This is probably the most popular one. Uh, you pick a movie and they have to watch it on a, and make a bonus episode for it. So you could pick the worst movie possible like Citizen Kane. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, that just kind of came out. Um, the $50 tier is the same as above. So it's the same as the 20, but also, um, they call you on the episode, so you'll be able to talk on the episode with them. Um, and looks like here they're going to autograph a VHS copy of the film that you picked so and send it to you. It would be weird if they autographed it and kept it, huh? All right. At the $100 tier, um, you get everything from above plus your name or your business will be titled for presented uh, for pre- – um, at each episode as VHS for T1D presented by blah, 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 your name. Uh, and you keep that until someone tops your, uh, your donation. Um, and then a thousand dollars, uh, this says God of the show. So you get everything that's above. Plus they'll attach your name to the show. So it will be called The Movie Seller Presented By and then your name um, or whatever you want them to say. Uh, and you'll have their eternal gratitude as well as mine. And uh, if you do do the $1,000 thing, like, don't use your name. Like, have it be like Seymour Butts or something, something outrageous like that because I know they would laugh. But anyway, um, now that that's all all set, let's get into this week's episode of the Movie Seller Rewind, and the movie they picked this week was between Suburban Suburban Commando and Strange Brew. They flipped the coin, and it was Strange Brew who won. The thing about this movie, um, and Dan definitely talks about this in the episode, is uh, it came from a sketch that was on a sketch comedy variety show um, called SCTV. It was a Canadian show. It wasn't available in America. I believe it came out the year after, like almost to the day, a year after Saturday Night Live started. And, you know, if I was putting a, a sketch comedy team together to battle Saturday Night Live, the original Saturday Night Live cast, I would use the SCTV's cast, the entire cast. Uh, They were as good, if not better, maybe some, you know, trade off one for one, you know. Um, 
But, uh, you know, I think this crew, this cast was better than most of the other Saturday Night Live casts uh, in the years that followed. And uh, it's a shame that it, you know, it, it didn't last as long as it should have. Um, but like Dan said, and, and I'm, I'm, I hate that I'm repeating things that he said, but just I just want to reiterate just a little bit. Like Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, like John Candy, Martin Short. Come on. Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis. He made Ghostbusters for crying out loud. Like, like these guys are juggernauts. Juggernauts. Uh, Rick Moranis retired from acting. Retired from filmmaking because he wanted to focus on family and music, not because he was obsolete, you know. And a couple years ago, he came back for I think two projects. Um, you know, he turns down stuff left and right. It's not about he fell off the grid. He didn't fall off the grid. He's there, you know. I don't know if a lot of you guys know this, but he pursued his music career, and even that was great. Um, I'm not a country fan by any means. I'm not. I. I cannot stand pop country. Um, I don't understand some country, but I know good music when I hear it. And in my eyes, bluegrass isn't your typical country music. It's got more roots. It's got more soul. And that's what Rick Moranis does. Uh, Google him, listen to him on Spotify. Uh, It's good. Um, Even if you're not a fan of that kind of music, just listen. If you know music, you know what's good and what's not. You know, there's a million rappers out there. I cannot stand doesn't mean they're not good. It's just not my, it's not what I prefer. I like what I like with hip hop, you know? I mean, that goes for any music. I like what I like, you know? But, uh, so like, so like to, to walk away being a juggernaut of what he was and just to pick up something else, well, not even pick up something else, but continue something else and stay on top. Like that's, that's phenomenal to me. I don't know. My hat's off to him. Um, as far as, uh, what the guys were talking about with, um, the film, they said, you know, the first half was a little more polished, a little, had a little more meat and the second half was a little empty. Uh, that's with any, you know, sketch turned film. Um, you can only use so much of a sketch, you know, I mean, that's why they're sketches, but they stretch it out and, and it's. It's how you pace it that makes it good. And I think Strange Brew set the tone on how to pace a sketch turn to film movie. Um, you know, Wayne's World, Night at the Roxbury. Uh, these are, you know, Coneheads. These are all sketches that went to films. And, and in my eyes, they can't, they can't hold a candle to, to what Strange Brew was. Um, you know, I hadn't seen Strange Brew probably over 10 years. And when Dan was like, yeah, we're doing Strange Brew. And, and I was like, oh, man, like it's been so long. And, and I watched it and I just I laughed just like I did when I was a kid. You know, it's it's phenomenal. It, I don't know. I think understanding sketch, I guess, sketch comedy, you would, you know, you can appreciate it maybe a little bit more and uh, and take it for what it's worth. I mean, it's meant to be ridiculous. It's meant to be ridiculous, you know. Uh, Chris, Chris, you mentioned something, and uh, and uh, I'm really happy you did. You saw a comparison with Dumb and Dumber, and it is you are 100 percent right about that. 
um, stepbrothers, same kind of thing, you know, Strange Brew was like the godfather of these films. You can just see it. They pay homage to them. I'm sure there's other ones out there. I'm just drawing a blank off the top of my head. Um, Dan had mentioned something about uh, Mr. McKenzie, their father, and how he's a very well-known voice actor for cartoons. He said, you know, I think he mentioned Yosemite Sam and then said a bunch of, you know, there's a bunch of others. But uh, I just want to touch on it. His name's Mel Blanc. It might be Blank. But I'm going with Blanc. Um, and he he voiced so many characters that I grew up watching. And I had no idea until I looked. Like, I saw him on this. I'm like, who is that? You know, they, they in the film, they give him this uh, Wilson from Home Improvement kind of treatment where you don't really see him until he's humping their mom and they run in on him. That, that part was pretty funny. But, um, but Mel Blanc, uh, he voiced for not only Warner Brothers, who owned Looney Tunes, but for Hanna-Barbera. So, I mean, those were the two biggest cartoon, um, I don't know if there were networks at the time, or whatever, out there. So, I mean, you're talking Barney Rubble, you're talking Captain Caveman, um, you know, Daffy Duck, Yosemite Sam, like Dan said, like, so I like I just want to tip my hat to that gentleman because a lot of people, especially if you're my age, you grew up on this guy, and you might not even know it because he was a voice actor. So um, jumping back to the sketch comedy turned films, Strange Brew is has to be in everybody's top three. Um. It might be my top one. It might be my, my number one. Uh, the top three that I can think of that I think everyone has to agree on is Strange Brew, The Blues Brothers, and Three Amigos. Um, if you want to go 10, you could give four to 10 to everything Cheech and Chong does. And you know then you got a top 10 there. Those are by far the, uh, um, the best sketch turn films that you're going to find. And uh, you're not going to find, you know, they're there for their sketches. They're there to make you laugh. That's it. That's all they're going to do. And they got to stretch it out and they got to pace it right. But like I said, Strange Brew is probably my number one because of that pacing. Um, also, and I think I think they mentioned it, uh, Bob and Doug are just, they're, they're just charming. Uh, there's just something about them. And that, and that goes back to the whole SCTV show. Um, they all were charming. It, it, that's why I think it, it it gives the edge over all of the later casts of uh, Saturday Night Live, for me anyway. And everything I've ever seen any of these actors in afterwards, same thing. They're the ones that stick out because they're the one like, they're charming. That's just how it, I mean, Eugene Levy, if it wasn't for him, I really don't think American Pie would be what it was. Um, You know, best of show, come on. Like, this is crazy, you know? It's just crazy. But, uh... But yeah, I just wanted to mention that stuff. These guys, they, they did a really good job this week on the movie seller. Um, so I can't really go much further, uh, only because I don't want to keep repeating things that they have already said. Um, I do want to mention, Dan, your exaggerated Canadian accent is the best impression you've ever done. You should focus on it. You had mentioned you wanted to Bob and Doug 
podcast, I think you could do it if you work on that. Um, keep working on it and stop doing terrible ones of every other actor. <laughs> uh, you know, Chris, good job um, with finding that comparison. Everything you've done since the beginning of the podcast till now, you've gradually impressed me, which is awesome. Not that I'm, you know, who am I? I'm just a fucking bum. But, like, from a guy who didn't watch movies to a guy who can see who can see that where newer movies had gotten their stuff from, like, kudos to you, man. Uh, Dan, awesome job with the SCTV stuff. Even the Mel Blanc stuff, even though you didn't know his name. That's all right. That's why I'm here. And George, well, George, thanks for showing up, I guess. Um, yeah, so that's it for the uh, Movie Seller Rewind this week, guys. Uh, just to let you know, if you want to follow, you can follow the Movie Seller, uh, at the Movie Seller on Instagram, at the Movie Seller on Twitter. Um, my name is Trev Allen. You can follow me on Twitter at TrevAllen81. That's the same for my Instagram and my podcast, which is called The Struggling Artist Podcast. You can find me on Twitter under podcast or at podcast TSA. Um, much appreciated. I hope I get to do more of these. We'll see. The guys might not like it. I don't know. But uh, remember to su- subscribe to their podcast, rate and review, send them an email, tell them to fuck off. They'll get back to you. I promise. Have a good one, guys.